We are getting into the second message of our sermon series called "Loved Mondays," and today we are talking about being the most valuable、um, employees in your workplace. And、um, as a member of our church staff, I always wonder who is the most valuable employee, in Pastor Mike's opinion. Uh, I know it's hard for him to say, but、um, I guess he said everything when he chose me to preach this topic. <laughs> you don't need to say anything, Mike. I get it. I get it already. When Pastor Mike and this first started leading our church in 2014, I was a volunteer. So from 2014. To 2018, four years, I considered every Sunday as a job interview. Every Sunday was an opportunity for me to bring out the best in me, to prove myself a good servant in this church. So after four years volunteering in Mike's team, I finally became a full-time pastor last year. Oh, thank you. I say to myself every day, "Be humble, Shane. Be humble. I can be a pastor, not because I was that good. I was so good. No, I can become a pastor because God is so good. He will always." Promise he will always keep his promise when we keep our faith in him. By the way, if I was that good, it wouldn't take past Mike four years to make that decision. <laughs> Let's face it; it's hard to face the truth, my friend. One of the hard truths we have to face is Monday, because sometimes we just don't like the tasks on our desk. We don't like the environment we stay in, and we don't even like the people who pay us, right? So if you feel you're struggling to love your Monday, the good news is you are not alone. A global organization called Gallup, they have surveyed millions of employees, nearly 200 countries around the world. They find out, 85% of people don't like what they do. 85%. I was shocked, because every day we spend the best time of our life in the workplace. So if we cannot develop satisfactions with the best time of our life, we got a serious problem here, and we must fix it. As Christians, we believe having a job is a blessing from God, right? Having a job is a blessing from God. So we need to see our situation in a larger picture to understand the purpose of God in what we are doing now. So today, I believe no matter what do you do, no matter what position you are in, God. Will lift you up from the 85% to the top 15%, the most valuable employee 
in your workplace. We are going to learn from a person. His name is Daniel in the Bible. Before we get into the scripture, let me give you a brief of the context. At the beginning of the sixth centuries BC, Jerusalem was destroyed by the Babylonians, and Daniel was a teenager. He and his friends were taken captives from Jerusalem to Babylon. They are new immigrants to a new city, just like many of us first arriving in Auckland. The differences was, they were captured and forced to leave their home. However, as Daniel grew up, he was promoted by the king from a servant to a high official <coughs> to a high official in Babylon. So when Babylon was defeated by Persia, Daniel continued to be promoted by the Persian king as the prime minister. What an amazing career of someone who started as a captive! How did he make it in a world dominated by different religions and ungodly politics? Did he have to? Give up his faith? Did he have to compromise what he believed in order to succeed? Let's find out from the very beginning of Daniel's career. When they first arrived the Babylon city, the book of Daniel, chapter one, verses five, the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be chained. For three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. The king of Babylon separated Daniel from his family, destroyed his homeland, slaved his people, and forced them to worship evil gods. I don't think Daniel and his friends would love this king very much. I don't think Daniel. Would enjoy the job he was assigned. So let's see what、uh, God did at this stage of Daniel's time. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of. All kinds. If you put me in the same situations as Daniel, I am not interested in learning those Babylonian literature. I want to learn Chinese kung fu <laughs> because that's all I need when I see the king. <laughs> understand dreams. Come on. Help me understand my nightmare first. Why I am doing here? Why I'm doing those things here? So we. So if you, I believe God understood what Daniel felt. I do believe Daniel.、Uh, God understood what Daniel felt. So if I was able to travel back to Daniel's time. I will tell this young man, God knows you don't like it. God knows 
You want to move on, but God will still keep you here because you have no idea what is coming to you. You have no idea what you are learning now will change your life for good. What you are going through now will influence hundreds of generations for many, many years. So please hold on, boy. Hold on. Never quit. Never give up. I also believe God is speaking to some of us here today the same thing. So even in the worst situation, God still wants Daniel to be teachable, to work hard, and to learn new things. After three years of hard work, Daniel and his friends got interviewed by the king. In verse 20, it says, In every matter of wisdom and understanding of which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. That was a pivotal moment of Daniel's life in Babylon. From now on, he was going up here, uphill. Everything he had learned was not in vain. So the first point I would like to share with you today is learn as much as you can on the job. When I first started working in the building industry, my boss asked me to collect the rubbish and keep the site clean. In the first month, I thought that was very reasonable for someone like me without any experience, no skills, no qualifications in construction. That's okay, let's do it. Three months passed, six months passed. I was still collecting the rubbish on site. I say to myself, maybe this man doesn't like me. So that's okay. Let me keep working hard to change his mind. Nine months later, 12 months passed. The first year, I spent most of my time in doing nothing meaningful but collecting the rubbish. Now, I am not sure if this man hates me, but I am pretty sure I hate him. <laughs> I will quit my job. So I ring my dad in China. I said to him, Dad, I'm not going to do this anymore. I will quit. My dad said to me, don't quit. Don't quit. Listen, I am not asking you to build your career in collecting rubbish. But I am reminding you, this is your entry to the building industry. Since you are on site every day, why not just take it as an opportunity to learn everything about the building? And learn as much as you can from your boss. I don't always take my dad's advice, but thank God I took that one. 
That advice really helped me to set the right attitude at the beginning of my career, not only in the building industry, but also a few years later in the church ministry. So we, are, we should always trust in the circle of life God has created for everyone. When we do our job with the right attitude, our reward will come at the right time. So be continuously hungry to learn new things. The things you are learning now might seem unrelated to your God, to your goal at the first glance. But in God's plan, there is a bigger connection behind them. So if you want to fulfill God's purpose and to achieve the satisfaction in your career, you must become the puzzle in God's hand to fit in the larger picture He has designed for this world. So you must allow God to shape you, to teach you, to transform you, and then you will become a masterpiece to fit in His master plan. So my dear friend, tomorrow is Monday. What can you learn tomorrow? Observe the people who have more experience than us and ask good questions to expand our knowledge. One of the kings Daniel served was a very evil guy. God left a warning in writing on the wall of this king's palace. The king didn't understand it, and nobody in his kingdom can interpret it except Daniel. Because God had prepared Daniel for this moment. So when the king met Daniel, he said, Chapter 5, verse 14. I have heard that the spirit of the God is in you, and you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding wisdom. The power of the Holy Spirit is in Daniel. Nobody but Daniel can interpret the word of God. That was his spiritual gift, and that was the secret weapon which make Daniel so powerful in his workplace. So the next point I would like to share with you is take your spiritual gift to your workplace. One of my top spiritual gifts is faith. I always believe God is always working in all circumstances, and God always answers our prayer when we need help. One of the challenges in construction is council's inspection. I remember in one of my projects, there was a critical inspection must be passed on Wednesday morning. Otherwise, I would be in trouble. Not only the whole building program had to be rescheduled, but also we could not afford any delay in that project. So there was no plan B. The inspection must be passed on Wednesday morning. Unfortunately, 
the inspection team in council was fully booked on that week. I couldn't do anything until next week. First of all, that was my mistake. I should have booked that inspection a week ahead. But I was, uh, I was too busy. I was busy in collecting rubbish. Okay, I had it had become my hobby. I couldn't help. Right, I enjoy that so much. So I prayed for God. I prayed to God for forgiveness, and I prayed for help. When I prayed, I didn't know the solution. I have no idea. When I prayed, I don't know how God moved to make things happen. But I didn't know God will always help, especially when there is no plan B in our life, because God will never forsake His people. In a desperate situation, after my prayer, there was nothing really happened until Tuesday morning. The builder working next to my side rang me. Hey Shane, I know you are waiting for inspection. I will have one on Wednesday afternoon, but my contractor couldn't finish the job. So I wouldn't do that one. If you need that inspection, I can ask the city council to transfer it to you. Thank you very much, my friend. That was awesome. Well, Wednesday afternoon was not as good as Wednesday morning, but I would be an idiot if I complained about it. So on Wednesday morning, I praise the Lord. I praise the Lord. I, I proclaimed His victory in my workplace. So before I left work, the inspector on that day rang me. Are you ashamed? Yes. You have an inspection in this afternoon, right? I said yes. If your site is ready, I will come to do the inspection in the morning. If God. Once it happened on Wednesday morning, he will not leave it to Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> so we all know that God gave us spiritual gifts to build His church. But what is His church? Is the church just a building? Is the church just a place we can meet up once a week? Of course not. God's church is a community. It's the unity of God's people, and God wants His people to move, to walk into the world, to make difference, just like Daniel did in Babylon. You cannot say Daniel was not serving God because he was not work in a temple. So we are the church, and God wants us. To move into the world with our spiritual gift. Do you really believe God gave us such wonderful spiritual gift just for the one-hour service every Sunday morning inside the church building? If so, we really underestimate the power of the spiritual gift. 
We are the human resource of God's business in this world. God wants us to maximize the output of the spiritual gift He had given to us. So take our spiritual gift to the workplace. If you don't know your spiritual gift yet, sign up for our girls' track. You will find out. You will never be disappointed, and you will you will be surprised how it works. So Daniel showed an exceptional quality in his job. Then the king decided to promote him, be the top administrator over the whole kingdom, which. Make other administrators very upset. In Bible, it says on Daniel chapter six, verses four, at this, the administrators and the satraps try to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him, because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt. No negligence. Daniel stood firm on on the truth of God in everything he did. I believe that is the correct character God wants His people to have, because through our character, people can see the image of God in us. So my last point to share with you today is to show your character to the people around you. When I first start my business, the developer who gave me the first contract said to me, "Shane, I am so happy to see you make money from me." But remember this: never make a deal under the table. Always make money in light. So what he said has become my business motto. So I need money. We all need money. But I need the blessing of God more than anything else in the world. So my experience has told me that when we stand firm on the truth of God, in the short term, we might make less money than others who are corrupt. In the short term, we might. Offend those who don't like what we believe, but in the long term, we will gain more from God. God has proved this principle through Daniel's life. When the king enforced a ban on the prayer to God, Daniel still kept praying in spite of the death penalty. In the verse twelve says, "Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room, where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. When Daniel refused to deny his faith to God, his enemies." Threw him into a lion's den, but God saved him from the lion without any wound in his body. At the end of the story of Daniel, Bible says, verse twenty-eight. 
So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Now let's get a full picture of Daniel's life. Daniel served more than five kings during seventy years in two completely rival empires. So when one king was succeeded by another, Daniel was still standing. When one kingdom was defeated by the other, Daniel was still standing. When all the enemies took the consequences of their wrongdoing, Daniel was still standing. So at the end of my message, I would like to encourage you today, my dear friend. We must always remember, our career is not in the hands of any powerful person in this world. Our career is always in the hands our, of our mighty God. So stand firm on the truth. We never compromise what we believe. Especially today, and then we will all be the most valuable employee in the eyes of God. Now let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the wisdom you have passed down. Through generations after generations, God, we want your wisdom in our life. We want your wisdom in our workplace. Please help us to apply your wisdom, to apply your truth in what we do every day. So then we can find the joy in our workplace. God, we thank you. For giving everyone spiritual gift, so we can show the world your power. So we can witness your work in our life. God, you will help everyone here today to find their gifts, to find their purpose in their life. God, we thank you. You will be with us every day, not just in the church, but also in our workplace. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.